0: All right. Hello, listeners. My name is Christopher Davis.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Butler.
0: And we are Too, too Black, Black and Too, too Nerdy.
1: nerdy. His name is subject to change.
0: Yep. So, this is pretty much a podcast where Chris and Chris, we both talk about things really into geek culture anything from comics to TV to movies to anime. Um, so just to give you a bit of a background, I'm—I'm I'm, my name's Chris Davis. I'm 22, college grad, been involved in geeky stuff pretty much my entire life. Probably the first thing I was like really huge into was like Yu-Gi-Oh in like elementary school. That might have been the uh, yes. first thing I was like crazy, like a big fan into. What about you?
1: Yeah, uh, it was it was Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z for me and. Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit. Uh, I went to a Christian school. So, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! was seen as like witchcraft and stuff and we 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 (laughs) made our own card game like based off of Yu-Gi-Oh and I would like make monsters and sell them. I made bank off of that. Are you serious? Yeah that is cool. (laughs) But then it got banned too so I'm like I'm just trying to be an entrepreneur, you know.
0: Yeah I mean my I would just I literally would buy like the little packs of cards. Like they'd have like five cards in a pack for like I don't know how much I don't even remember how much it was, but every time we were out somewhere, I would always have my mom and dad buy them and I would like they it got to the point they literally hated the Yu Gi Oh card because I always wanted them, like every time we went out. But yeah, so Yu-Gi-Oh's the 1st thing I was into. All right, so um, I guess our first topic for this podcast, um, we're just gonna go with a really simple question. I'll go. You can start first, up, Chris. What is your favorite superhero? Batman.
1: That's, a, that's an easy question. It's Why Batman. Batman? Batman. Um, he is just the best superhero because you know, he may be rich but he's the pinnacle of the human condition, you know, he's not America's, uh, you know symbolism with steroids with Captain America because that's all Captain America takes is steroids. drugs. Um, and, you know, he's fought toe-to-toe with Superman and he's in the Justice League and goes up against people like you know, Doomsday, Darkseid and He can, you know, fight people to a standstill, And he's one of the smartest people in the Justice League I mean, who who would think that a regular human Would just take down the Justice League?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that I think the reason, like, Batman Especially today, why he's so popular Is because, like, he's amongst all these people Who do amazing things And he is just, like, the normal human So, like, in, like, Justice League situations I guess he's almost, like He's, he he almost comes from a perspective of like what a normal person what what a normal person would like f- how they feel like in that world if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so it's you know when people are saying you know why did Batman hate Superman and Batman versus Superman it's just like let's be honest people will hate anyone that they don't understand who is all powerful and they fear yeah yeah and just cause this massive destruction.
0: Yeah, and I also I also think in today's society, you know, Batman, he also fights against, like, corruption and a lot of, like, crime, and I think, like, today, people are a lot less, I'd say, idealistic and more, like, paranoid, you know, the government spying on us and stuff yeah. like that, and I think we get attached to people like Batman because we all want to be that person who's just, like, you know, off the grid, just doing their own thing, yeah. you know? I guess I can I can give mine yeah, uh, I'm really indecisive uh, My favorite superhero Pretty much changes every week I would say that this week Is probably
1: The Flash The Flash, yeah the Yeah solid pick. Which Flash?
0: Ugh, jeez Well I like I think Wally is entertaining Like I watched the original Justice League cartoon mm-hmm. I mean Wally West, you know Hitting on girls He was funny But the flash show, the one that's been out for a couple years now, Barry Allen, like that version of the Flash is like my favorite just because he's so like relatable, just like as a character. And yeah, I, he's probably my favorite superhero this week just because he's someone that you know, He kind of goes through, like, a lot of things, but he tends to stay positive, and he tends to do good, and, like, there's, like... I mean, you've read Flashpoint, right? Yeah. You know, like, the whole moral of that story is pretty much, like, sometimes when bad things happen, like, good things can come out of it, you know? Because, like... For people who don't know, like, Flash's mom is killed, and he goes back in time to try to save her, and pretty much he ends up screwing up just the entire, just like, universe.
1: Yeah, that's Barry Allen's thing, screwing up the timeline.
0: Yeah, that Flash's thing is just like, yeah, he screws up with time travel and whatnot. And the whole point of the story is that, like, hey, sometimes things can be bad, like, they can be crappy, but, like, it could be a lot worse. And he wouldn't be, like, the superhero that he is had he not had that tragedy, like, early on in his life. so I like that part of like his character I guess
1: right and Wally West was the Flash that we really grew up with because Barry Allen died in the late 80s with Crisis on Infinite Earths and then Wally West became the Flash so that's why he was in Justice League and then in Final Crisis Barry Allen comes back and now you know he's more the main focus of he's the Flash and you know Wally West was a family man and then they rebooted everything and now Wally West is black, and now Wally West is back in a ginger, and they're both of them, and no one knows what's going on.
0: Yeah, there's like two Wally Wests in the comics right now, which I I think, honestly, they're trying to make everyone happy because you've got the people who, like, just really like the original Wally West, so they brought him back, and then there are people who want, you know, like, more diversity in comics and whatnot, so they did, I don't think they were just gonna get rid of black Wally West, especially after, like, introducing him and trying to hype him up as this, like, you know new speedster and whatnot so. yeah yeah but yeah this week's probably the flash the flash i mean i can talk about the, about that later too the flash tv show is probably my favorite superhero show at least at least one that comes on week to week i'm not necessarily counting like the netflix stuff cuz i kind of see that as different but
1: i mean that's the that's the tv show i'm most looking forward to this season superhero tv show at least is yeah. the flash uh, i'm excited to see what they do with flashpoint i really hope they're not doing flashpoint only for one episode and that's it i hope they continue it on for a little while well yeah until the crossover episode that's why you bring everybody in because it's the culmination of everything that's going on
0: yeah i'm kind of curious to see what we're going to do i guess we can segue in uh to my next question with the next question which was um what tv shows are you most excited for this fall and it can be superhero non-superhero like whatever so you can Uh, go ahead and start
1: well, superhero, of The Flash, non-superhero. Uh, I don't even know. It'd probably be NCIS because I guess I've been watching that for so long, and I'm interested to see what they do with the exit of uh, Anthony DiMesso, Michael Weatherly's character. So, see how that dynamic changes. What about you?
0: God, my favorite show, God, there, there's so many. Well, Luke Cage is going to drop on Netflix mm-hmm. in a week, and I mean. I'm pretty much obligated to support it because it's a black man in the lead role as a superhero. Yeah. And I mean, I saw the trailer, and if you didn't, if you show someone the trailer and didn't say it was a Marvel, a Marvel TV show, like you wouldn't even. Did you have you seen the Luke Cage trailer? Yeah, yet? I
1: saw the Luke Cage trailer. I, I, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah,
0: you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even realize it was like Marvel if you yeah. had just, you know.
1: Well, that that's the whole thing with you know Jessica Jones, Daredevil, mm-hmm. and now seeing this trailer for Luke Cage. They're completely different than the Marvel Cinematic The, the movies, yeah, yeah,
0: because they're just the TV shows just come off as just so like raw and like gritty. And I mean, Daredevil, like he's I mean, the fights in Daredevil are just like super intense and raw. There's like heavy breathing, and especially the second season, they bring in the Punisher, and he stabs a guy with like a baseball bat. It's yeah. just super, just it, like intense. It's
1: as it should be with these you know street level heroes. Um, I I honestly think the Marvel Cinematic Universe could use a bit more uh, dark and grittiness to it.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's what. Yeah, I mean, the biggest complaint that I think Marvel movies get is that they're always like that. You know, you feel like sometimes there aren't like stakes because it's very like the tone is just lighter. Well, there are no stakes. What they do because with all the
1: villains are you know. And the villains,
0: are, the villains are the villains aren't good. The villains in TV shows are good, but in the movies yeah. they're not good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean with. I think um,
0: even Agents of Shield had a better has had better villains than some of the movies.
1: I didn't make it past season one, episode three for Agents of Shield. I, I, I cool actually
0: watched premiere. They're bringing in a Ghost Rider. I
1: did see uh, some clips from that, and Ghost Rider looks pretty good. But I, it, I it's not going to bring me to the show. People are saying you should give it a chance after those episodes. It gets better. But I'm like
0: Shield. It's it's one of those things that like I don't know with Agents of Shield. You kind of have to just accept it as its own thing. Because once the show, like, because the, th- the problem with the show is that when it first came out, it was all like, oh, yeah, look, Iron Man's outside. Oh, can't see him. Oh, oh, oh I know a guy who holds a hammer. Like, it was just very, like,
1: tongue, like, in, cheek. tongue
0: in cheek, like right off the coattails of Avengers. But they kind of. Especially like after Captain America two came out, like that movie sort of like affected like the show with like the Hydra infiltration and stuff, and it, it kind a, of it kind of becomes its own thing, and you're like, okay.
1: It was essentially a reboot for the show.
0: Oh, 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 oh almost. I mean, it, it pretty much it gave an excuse to how they get how they got their villains. Yeah. Because half the time they're just fighting Hydra. That's that's I mean yeah that's what Shield does. Um, as far as the other stuff, I'm looking forward to. Luke Cage is gonna be good. We were talking about Flash and Flashpoint earlier. I mean, I'm just curious to see like how yeah how far they're gonna take it in the episodes, and you know once you know because at the end of Flashpoint Barry's obviously gonna reset the timeline to make it at least similar to the way it was before. Mm. But I want to see what the overlasting changes are gonna be. Yeah. And there's been um you know Kevin Smith he's directing an episode again. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: his ep- is he directing. I don't...
0: Seven... The one right before the crossover. Okay. Because he's he's literally... They're literally filming there, like, right now. Yeah. I follow him in, on Instagram. That, that's how I know.
1: I just hope that four-part crossover just delivers really hard. I really yeah. hope it's Flashpoint. I really do. Some way, somehow.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious to see because um, there are rumors that the episode that Kevin Smith's directing is about Killer Frost. Yeah. And we know that the Earth 2 version of Killer Frost is dead. So the theory right now is that like our like Earth One Caitlyn after Flashpoint, something's gonna make her become a villain, which might like you know not a fan might shake up the show a little bit.
1: Not a fan. I, I like Caitlyn as like herself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll. I'm curious to see what they'll do. Yeah. I mean, she could, maybe she's like a good guy and is like Hero Frost or something. I don't know. Nah. We'll have to see. We'll see what happens. I know Killer Frost is coming back. In what form? We have no idea. Yeah. So,
1: what do you think about uh, Arrow? Do you have any hopes for that show? Arrow. <laughs> um.
0: So I. I don't. So for people listening, um, I've made some videos on my YouTube channel about Arrow in the past. Pretty much the consensus amongst most of the fan base is that season well, season one was pretty good. Season two is like the high, like amazing. It has like Slade Wilson, Deathstroke. It's like great. Season season three. Was Rocky, and then season four, everyone just hated.
1: And I'd put season four above season three because I really you put
0: season four above season three. Yeah, because Big, okay, spoilers for people who have not heard of Arrow season four. You can stop this right now, and I'll tell you when the spoiler is over.
1: Skip ahead a few minutes. Skip ahead a
0: few minutes. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, they killed the black canary in season four. I, yeah, I did, hate and that, that caused riot. That literally caused like internet like riots.
1: But season three was the beginning of Felicity.
0: Of like Felicity stuff.
1: Well, no, not just. The, I don't have. I don't really have a problem with Felicity. I just have a problem with that being the focal point of the show, and it really becoming about Felicity and her band of superheroes.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they like. Okay, so for people who aren't familiar with Arrow. Felicity is a character that they made up for the Green Arrow show. Pretty much, she's a hacker. She's a hacker, like, Oracle-type character that gets wrapped up in the Green Arrow's, like, vigilante schemes. And she starts off as being kind of minor. But I guess either due to, like, the reason either fans liking her in the beginning or people working on the show liking the chemistry for her and the actors, they upgraded her to a season regular, and her characters become... Very much like pretty much like integral to the plot, especially in later seasons. Yeah,
1: and you know, she well, her character in the comic books was she was a Firestorm character, like a C Lister Firestorm character yeah, she back was just in, a in the just 80s. Threw in. Was she like, was like the stepmother yeah. of Ronnie Raymond, and now she, you know, is this arrow character where you know, half the t- half the thing she does and gets upset about with Oliver doesn't even make any sense because she's lying to people but then gets mad when Oliver lies to her and one of the big things in season 4 that I hated was, spoiler again, that Oliver has a kid and didn't tell Tell her her, and and then sent her sent the kid off with the mother to like Australia or something after the kid got captured without telling her. It's like, that's not your kid. No, it's not. It doesn't matter.
0: No, it's not. It wasn't her responsibility. I mean, it it wasn't her right to know, like, yeah, you should probably tell the person you're dating, like, yeah, just kidding, I have a, I have a kid, I guess, but, like, the how mad she got at him for that, it was very, like, it didn't make a lot of sense, especially in, like, the Green Arrow world, I mean, literally both of them are at risk of dying pretty much, like, every week, so it's, like, really, like, this is the thing that, like, rips the relationship apart?
1: And then she magically got up and walked right after
0: Yeah, that. and then... They also did a weird thing where... In the mid-season finale... Felicity gets shot in the spine... And like crippled... And then a guy she works for... I mean not a guy she works for... A guy who works for her... Creates like a magic biochip... That instantly heals her spine... And then she can walk again... And I'm like... And they even had like a PSA thing at the end of the episode... For like people with like disabilities and whatnot. And I'm like... This is literally like a slap in the face to anyone... With any sort of disability, you know, it's just—it was just how someone can just magically just get better after being paralyzed in a few episodes. It's like you it at least have a struggle for like I don't know a season.
1: Right, like you, she was in physical therapy for like a minute or um, two for of like the episode, a, a episode,
0: and then I'm good, guys.
1: Yeah, I'm so angry at you, Oliver. I'm just gonna get up and walk out. No, just it
0: was just it was bad, and I'm just like it was just. It was Rush. And my thing about, like, if you're going to cripple a character, you got to, like, stick to it and at least have it happen for a while. Yeah. And I've mentioned this before because at the end of the day, I mean, if you're trying to, if you're, like, crippling a character, you're, maybe you're trying to appeal to people who have, like, a certain disability. People with disabilities, like, they got to live with that for, like, the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's and it sucks. And that should be expressed in a show, I feel. At least to some extent, you know. At least, like I said, at least you know a season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something. So yeah, it. Errol. So yeah, Errol's had pretty much in summary. Errol's had um issues earlier. I mean issues like, as of late, they keep saying with this fifth season they're trying to go back a bit to the basics. Mm. No magic. A lot of vigilantes, and apparently they're bringing in. They're bringing Katie Cassidy is going to have some. Impact on the show. I don't know if now I don't know if they're bringing back like her Black Canary. It could be like her Earth Two counterpart that was in the Flash and Black Siren. T- she could just be like in flashbacks. But uh, um, Katie Cassidy supposedly is still supposed to be involved with the
1: show. I hope Flashpoint brings her back because yeah. honestly, and, and then one of the things that made her death worse was in the next episode they flash back to right after Tommy died in the first season. And then they said basically the reason why Laurel became an alcoholic was because Oliver, like, and her reconnected and started dating again after Tommy died, and then Oliver just left. Just the whole down. reason why she had alcoholic that character already, yeah. arc in the beginning of season two was because Oliver left her, which just makes her look like a terrible person. Yeah, and it just yeah, I just oh, Uncle Guggy.
0: Uncle Googie, yeah, Some people call him. Mark Guggenheim, yeah. Mark Guggenheim's a writer, or the showrunner. He's the showrunner for Arrow. And Legends 2, right? Or does he... He... He has a hand in both. He, they keep him away from Flash, I know that.
1: Yeah, because the original showrunners went from Arrow to Flash after... Which uh,
0: explains why people still like the Flash.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they don't catch the Arrow bug and then go crappy after season 2.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll... We'll see, but in, in summary, I'm still going to watch Arrow, mainly because since they've got four superhero shows that are all happening in the same universe, and these shows are... Well, Super-
1: hopefully the same universe. We hopefully. don't know if Supergirl's going to get in there yet.
0: Well, we'll see, but the show Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow all supposedly happen in the same universe and even supergirl isn't technically a part of their universe but she's crossed over with the flash before and she's gonna show up on other shows they're gonna have a musical at some point and they're doing a musical episode which Which, is yeah
1: i guess because they were unclean together that makes sense but i'm like really because for all the other tv shows that do musical episodes it's later on in the series you know, when it's just like, hey, let's do something new. All the they're, characters already know pandering. each other. They're,
0: they're, they're straight, I think honestly, they're, they're straight pandering, I think to people who are into that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I, it's cool. Musical e- episodes, if they're done well, are generally funny, but it's just, we'll see. Are you excited for, uh, did, have you, did you watch Supergirl at all? I watched like two episodes, two episodes and, and then a few clips.
0: And a few clips. Yeah, I, I watched the first season. It, I think some people like it. Some people hate it. I think the thing about Supergirl is that it Supergirl is corny. Like, The Flash is already corny sometimes. Supergirl is super corny. And I think they're really aiming for, like, a younger teenage, preteen girl demographic a lot of times. Because, like, the early episodes are very, very, like... They're, like, the feminism in it is very, like, obvious. They tone it down later. But, like, the early episodes, Supergirl is, like... You know god people have to learn to respect a female superhero like they say it like every 10 minutes and it's like all right guys like we we get it
1: yeah like I, I have no problem with them you know trying to go for the, the younger uh female demographic um I do have a problem with them basically ripping off all the Superman Man, yeah. stories and ter- just and characters and just doing the female versions of them because it's just like Okay, Supergirl does have some she does have a rogues gallery. It's not the best, but she does have one. Um, I mean
0: I like that they put Martian Manhunter in there.
1: Yeah, that's 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 he was cool. Yeah. He's cool. Um,
0: and he's black, so that's well I mean kinda of, the actor is. It yeah, is, well it, plays you, him in yeah, it was before. the same
1: thing as when you had what Phil Morris in Smallville was John. Yeah. yeah I actually really liked his I like this um, Martian Manhunter too. Um the one thing that didn't do the show for me was when Superman came to save Supergirl at the end of one of the early episodes and she like fainted. Yeah. And you didn't get to see him. Just like.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the first season are really weird where like super Superman's like texting Supergirl, like, hey cuz, how's it going? And it's like, okay, if you're gonna. And I'll explain this a little bit more later, but like the thing about Superman, that he's such a big character, either you're just gonna bring him on the show and just have him on the show, which. That's what they're doing now. They're going to have a TV version of Superman. Or you just say, hey, Clark is off-world. Or maybe maybe Superman disappeared and we don't know what happened to him. And Kara has to be, like, the new protector of, like, the planet. Because, like, in the early Supergirl season, he would be, like, off-screen and, just, and they would just explain it away. And it just got to a point where it was just, like, ridiculous. Like, oh, can Superman come to help? Oh, well, no, he, uh... Superman got taken out earlier. Yeah, he's in the med bay, but oh, uh, you can't see him. Oh, those are his shoes. Like, yeah. And I'll put this picture like up on the YouTube version of this podcast. Like, there's one part you see like Superman's shoes, and like it's supposed to be him. And it's like, don't, don't do that.
1: Yeah, I. It, it also bringing up like you know Superman being off world um, in the Flash uh, season one throughout when Harrison Wells would go into his like secret reverse flash cave he would show um Gideon would show a newspaper from like 2024 that said you know the flash is missing after you know the skies were red and after this crisis and I'm just like someone come back to that you guys know the secret reverse flash cave is there why isn't Gideon showing that now like is that the crisis of Infinite Earths? Because I, I really know. hope it would be.
0: I think I think the writer said that once Reverse Flash died, Eobard Thon died in season one of the Flash. I believe, I believe they said that all of his stuff, like Gideon, that secret room, like for some reason it it doesn't exist without him, or they can't get into it or something. Like the only thing they have left of like him was like they had like the. I think it was like then they give like Professor Stein like a cane or something that was like built from his like wheelchair.
1: Yeah, but and they had his ring in the suit. Right, but they and they have the tachyon enhancer thingy, and they have well they did use Gideon because um, when Flash went back in time and saw Reverse Flash to try to figure out how to get faster, he had to put it back into that podium thing where Gideon is. So
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's weird.
1: I don't know. Time travel.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. But like getting, getting, getting back to Supergirl, I'm excited to see. I mean, she said Supergirl is moving from CBS to CW. I'm excited to see if the show is going to be different on the on the network. I mean, the sets will at least have to be different, right? I mean, yeah, like a new they're all.
1: Instead of filming out in, I think like California or whatever, they're now filming in Vancouver. They're in Vancouver,
0: so the sets would at least have to be different. So we'll we'll see how it is. And they're bringing their own version of Superman in, so that'll also be like interesting, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm at least going to watch it premiere. What about uh, Legends? Do you got any opinions on Legends at all?
1: I I like Legends. I like um, Legends too. I did. It it was funny how it was funny and then it was annoying about how. Kendra would always say, you know, like the barista, the barista thing, and so you know, I'm sort of glad that the Hawkman, Hawkman, Hawk Girl thing sort of died with Vandal Savage. That you know, they went off somewhere. I'm curious to see how they do the JSA.
0: But yeah, they're doing the Justice Society of America, which is like the pre Justice League. Justice League. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how they're going to use them in the show and they're also they're adding Vixen to the team but not like the Vixen that was on Arrow like her grandmother because yeah. like of time travel stuff and one more guy i think his name is it citizen steel no captain i'm going to look this up i'm just type on i'm going to i'm going to look this up on my phone they're adding another superhero hero to the legends team because they took they took the hawks out right and captain cold is dead Supposedly, well,
1: no, he he he. It, the villains are the Legion of Doom.
0: Yeah, well, he's coming back as a villain. Well, right. that version, the good guy version of like Leonard Snart, which is, that's where that Legends is, gets confusing. That
1: is one thing I did not like about Legends was like I understand why they added Heatwave and Captain Cold because then you don't lose the actors to you know other TV shows. They're good actors, but at the same prison break, right? But at the same time, now you make them. Heroes, but Captain Cold is arguably the Flash's greatest villain. And, and
0: yeah, that was always a weird thing is that when they said that Captain Cold and Heatwave were going to be on, Val- on uh, Heat Wave, are going to be on Legends. It was always I was interested because I'm like, well, they're big Flash villains. Like, how's the Flash show going to be without them? But I guess I think with season two. They didn't really need them for that part because they're dealing with Zoom, all the Earth Two stuff. You had like Gorilla Grodd, like there was enough. Reverse Flash even came back, like they, there was enough like stuff in Flash season two where you didn't really like need them all that much.
1: Right, and because Captain Cold has never he. I don't see him being a you know a season long villain. You know he might have a couple episodes where he's doing something, but I don't see him as. Cause he's never been one for nefarious plots, really. He's either like, I'm going to rob something, I'm going to kill a Flash. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Ex- they're, yeah, they're also doing the Legion of Doom on Yellow. Uh, Legion of Doom on Legends with. They're doing it's Malcolm Merlin Reverse Flash. Um, Damian Dark, and then Captain Cold, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see how that even like works. I, I would be fine we'll with everybody see.
1: except for the Reverse Flash because the Reverse Flash is so fast. He take everybody out. I don't get it.
0: Well, I I think the way they're doing it is that the, is that since the Time Masters are dead, like Rip Hunter and his team, their their new job is like protecting the timeline, and I guess. I'm thinking that since Reverse Flash, you know, he does a lot of shenanigans. He's essentially, like, a time criminal. So, they might, he may be on their radar, I guess.
1: But then the time rates would get him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And they, they also... I The thing is that even though Flash and Legends of Tomorrow are in the same universe, time travel on both those shows are a little bit different. Yeah. Because, like, when Flash travels through time, it's, like, a big deal. With Legends, that's just, like, Tuesday. Right. And... and in the Flash, there are consequences. Like, in the Flash, you change time. Usually something bad happens. And if you're, like, a speedster, like, demons literally
1: come and, like, attack you. Or turn you into the Black Flash as in not the fans.
0: With Legends, the only... With Legends, the consequences of their time travel that usually they're trying to stop something worse from happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious. Like, again, I feel like this, se- this season of the shows is just interesting because now you kind of have, like... All four shows—they've all been on, and they're all like doing their own things. I wonder if if they're gonna have like plot holes in between shows and how they're gonna structure crossovers, especially with mm. just all those actors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just but
1: there. There is one comic book TV show we have not talked about.
0: The uh, Gotham. Gotham. Uh, I binged it a couple weeks ago, actually.
1: Gotham is like Agents of Shield, in my opinion. I believe they're pointless shows. <sighs>
0: Um, well, I binge watched Gotham. It's again like Gotham. I, it is in the same category of ages of Shield, where if you're expecting a Batman show out of Gotham, that is not what you're gonna get. If you look at Gotham as just like Law and Order SVU with like it, Law and Order with like but it doesn't really Batman work. characters. I don't know. It's it's not the worst show ever. I don't know. It's Gotham's in like a weird place with no, me. I don't have I like a consensus on it not a fan did you how far have you what did you watch it
1: um a couple episodes but i've been like keeping up with it just seeing like okay who are they're introducing like, like what the they're major doing. plot lines they've but, got like
0: monsters now
1: it's right interesting my, but my whole thing was it's just like you know one of the biggest theories surrounding batman is that you know the he Batman incites these villains oh yeah that's how
0: in Gotham Gotham's already I mean if they ever do get to a point where their version of Bruce Wayne becomes Batman like there are already so many creep crazy people just walking around and just you know
1: yeah before you know Batman showed up it was corruption in you know City Hall and the police department the mob was everywhere that was what Batman was fighting against And then came, you know, the Joker, Two-Face, Clayface, Catwoman, all of them. So it was... Like a domino
0: effect of when he showed up, Gotham got crazier.
1: Right, I think it's, uh, Jim Gordon says this and I can't remember, I think it's at the end of Batman Begins or the beginning of The Dark Knight, it's like, you know, uh, we get bulletproof vests, they get armor piercing rounds, you put on a mask and they put on a mask. You know, things like that So it's just I I don't see Gotham having A valid point in a universe Without Batman When you're introducing all these villains Yeah,
0: it's I mean, it's definitely a strange concept To like, have a Batman show without Batman I mean, it's similar I mean, you, you, you're familiar with Smallville Which yeah. is like, you know Superman before Superman I just, I don't know Gotham to me is like there are parts of it I like But then there are parts of it Where I'm like, eh, that was kind of weird Like, in season one, they have a villain Who kills people with, like, balloons Yeah Like, yeah. he ties balloons to people And they float up and, like, die And it's just, like, corny It's just, like, it's way too corny for, like, a Batman But then, like, in later seasons They have, like, a proto version Of, like, he's not the Joker But, like, he there's this, the Joker. There's this guy named, like, Jerome Who's, like Evil and crazy and has like very Joker-esque like mannerisms And he, and he goes in like their police department And like cat kills the police chief And like kills a bunch of people And like you know he streams it on TV Like he does the thing that Joker would do And I'm like that's alright that's kind of cool But then they also like kill him off And I'm like oh right. how'd you do that
1: Yeah once you know I My brother said once they killed him He would stop watching the show And once they killed mm-hmm. him he stopped watching the show <laughs> Um, Yeah, Gotham's, I don't know. Well, this show and then also there's a show that's in development about Krypton, but not about Jor-El, about Jor-El's father. So I'm just like, what's the point of that show? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not sold on that at all. Like Krypton, like...
1: Yeah, the good thing about Smallville was you're seeing Superman develop, seeing how he turns into... You know, Superman, like a Batman show about Batman when he's going from like 16 to like 25 before he comes Batman. That'd be a great show, seeing him train with you know. Well, depending on your continuity, Rachel Gul, Henry Ducard, um, just all these different people learning Alfred. all these different skills. Well, yeah, Alfred, if you're in the Earth One comic book universe. Yeah. But you know
0: yeah i yeah they're just so they're doing a show called yeah they're thinking about doing a show i guess called krypton i don't think it's been greenlit yet but it's supposed to be about like superman's ancestors like you know on the alien planet before it explodes and i'm just like did anyone ask for this
1: well and then there's also another show in development i think nbc currently has the the rights to it. it's called powerless where it's about like it's basically Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for DC, but it's not Agents. It's just like. It's just everyday about people, people existing
0: in the world where a bunch of superheroes Which like could exist. work
1: if it's as a comedy, but I don't see that being anything more than an SNL sketch. I
0: yeah, I don't know where that's going to go. Okay, all right, I have a question for you then. Since, you know, we pretty much talk about most superhero shows, would, okay, if you, what show would you, what superhero do you think they could do really well on TV? Like, who, who would you want to see? That you think would be plausible enough, like with like a budget.
1: Um, oh man, that's a good question. Um, because I have one. I think they could do. You say that one. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna try to separate like one DC and one Marvel. One. I'm gonna try. So okay.
0: Well, as far as DC, this has been a lot of buzz for a while. I think DC could pull off like a Nightwing TV show. Yeah. Because like Nightwing. He's never been in the movies. He might not ever be in the movies. He's a, he's related to Batman, but he's gone off on his own, mm-hmm. and he can do. You can have stories with him with Dick Grayson, who's who was the first Robin, who eventually became his own superhero. You could have him on his own show, and you don't even have to have Batman in it at all because he's not even he doesn't even operate in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. You could like allude to Batman, but he, Batman wouldn't even have to be in it. It would be almost like a like it would be like supergirl Supergirl's. But like you could have You know
1: See I would want Batman eventually though Yeah
0: but you could still do like I feel like you could still do a Nightwing show You could bring in people from Batman's Rose Gallery That aren't like huge Like people who would just never be in movies You know Mm. what I mean And you could I feel like that would be a decent show That you could do But they probably won't do that while Errol's on Because Errol steals from Batman So much And the Errol TV show steals from Batman
1: I, I got one for DC It'd be Static Shock
0: Static Shock, yeah,
1: I would yeah. absolutely love a live action Static Shock. I they could, the I think they really could
0: did. do, yeah. A live a live action Static Shock, I think they they could do. Yeah, it, oh, yeah,
1: it
0: would, it a yeah, it would be. Because
1: they're having a Black Lightning show come on now, and I think who has CW doesn't have it. I think it's Fox just got the rights to it, and so they're developing that now. Which I'm just like so close to Static Shock, so close. Also, CW should have grabbed that anyway and then, you know, put that on... Well, no, don't put it on Friday because that's generally where TV shows go to die. You know, put it on just another night and just have a week full of superhero...
0: Show. Yeah, st- I think Static Static Shock could work because it, it would also like it'd be another. I mean, I anyone who watches my YouTube videos knows I like black superheroes and not even just black people, just people of color in like lead roles. Mm-hmm. Like, if they had a superhero with like an awesome like Asian actor actress, like I'd watch it. Like, feels good. Like, I mean, sure. So I mean, I think yeah, I think Static Shock would work because his powers they wouldn't be that expensive with the lightning, and he has the whole like. Peter Parker as like student and like mm-hmm. vigilante. None yeah. of his villains are done pretty much anywhere else.
1: Right. He has his own rogues gallery with that. I'm trying to remember
0: people from the show. Like Hot Streak. Like there was like the guy there was like the guy with like the like the flame the guy yeah. who did like the fire, right? That was
1: Hot Streak, I think. I think that was And it.
0: then there was the shadow guy, was it Ebon?
1: Yeah, Ebon. Ebon. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You could yeah, you could do static shock pretty Pretty easily And for those of you who don't know Static Shock, he had an animated show uh, Back, what, early, Mm mid-2000s That came on with a kids' WB
1: Yeah, and he crossed over with Batman The animated He crossed over with Batman, Superman The Justice Justice League League
0: And Batman Beyond
1: Yes, that was And they did the comics, the Beyond comics They did Justice League Beyond and Batman Beyond And Static Shock showed up in those And those were pretty great um, for Marvel, I they already have this in development, but like Iron Fist, Iron, I think Fist, Iron Fist, yeah, should be done
0: yeah, with Iron that. Iron Fist. I'm excited for that too, just because it's like you know more mystical, you know something yeah. that I mean besides like Doctor Strange, which comes out in a couple months, which we'll get to movies in a bit. I don't but do um, how I feel about that movie. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but yeah. um, yeah, Iron Fist, Iron Fist looks good, but I'm trying to think of any. See, Mar- Marvel's doing, they're doing quite a bit. I'm trying to think of someone. Who, someone who will be cool to see on a TV show? Hmm
1: Yeah, well, maybe you know, listeners, you guys can come up with one, post it, let us know. And yeah. we'll
0: talk about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, um, have you ever read the the Ms. Marvel comic? Hmm. The I, I, I've read some of it. It's actually, it's it's pretty interesting. It's a, a, a the Muslim, She's a Muslim girl. Oh, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Oh. She has like that's like a comic's been big for right now. Yeah. If they made that a show. It might be interesting, you know,
1: yeah. for Marvel. Because I mean, and bring in Miles. Imagine, because I mean, could
0: you imagine having like a Muslim superhero on like mainstream television? Like, no, no, exactly. I can't. Not with Trump running. I love it,
1: but no, I can't. Not
0: with Trump running, but yeah. I feel like that'd be that'd be interesting. But um, yeah. So, I guess we can go over. It. I think the last topic is best movie of the summer.
1: All right, ready for some controversy? Yeah, go Batman for it. Batman versus Superman. You you
0: you think BVS? It was like your favorite thing ever. It, it, it's not my favorite thing <laughs> ever,
1: but it, it, it is my favorite superhero movie of the summer. Now, like I did enjoy Civil War as a movie. Civil War is probably better, but in okay. terms of getting me excited and you know watching it on repeat, it'd be Batman versus Superman because. My, my thing with Civil War was if Civil War was its own unique story, that'd be one thing. But it, I feel like it was very poorly adapted from the comic book, because one, they tried to make Iron Man look so much not like a villain that it sort of screwed up the whole dynamic for me. Like they could have made Thunderbolt Ross the villain of it, and then you know all these people are touting Zemo as like the best Marvel villain because hey, look, his plan worked. I'm like. You know People harp on Lex's plan Like it needed all these things to work out Zemo's plan needed all these things to work out They're like Zemo you know. Those two
0: movies have a lot more in common Than I think people want to admit
1: Yeah like the Honest Trailer said And people Marvel fanboys are absolutely livid How about the Civil War Honest Trailer Which is funny because Screen junkies love Marvel
0: yeah, they do love Marvel. They, they they try to bring in some DC guys. They bring point. in one,
1: the but, one dude that wrote Batwoman.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so your your favorite movie is BVS
1: for this summer. For yeah. this
0: summer, you know, for me, I I think I I would have to go. I think I honestly did enjoy Civil War more than BVS. You know, I don't know. Okay, well, I think the thing with me and BVS is. I liked parts of it, and then parts of it I didn't, like, love. Like, okay, the beginning, the whole part was, like, the African warlord and, like, whatnot. And especially, like, the Ultimate Edition is a little bit better. But I think that, as, like, a setup for, like, why, like, there's, like, a trial for Superman or, like, why people don't like him, I think that could have been structured a little bit, like, better.
1: I think with that, I think if we're going to really talk about Batman versus Superman... You have to throw out the theatrical version and look at the Ultimate Edition because that was so last minute of a cut that the director didn't want. The studio wanted because they were like, "Oh, no one's gonna sit through a three-hour movie," even though Warner Brothers made all the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Like that doesn't make any sense. You made six three and a half hour movies, and then their extended cut are four hours and twenty minutes. You guys are whatever. Um, so I think with yeah the African scene like. You know, S- Superman did it to save Lois lame, but to be honest, Superman in different comic continuities has, you know, overthrown governments and di- dictators and regimes like that, so you know, it, it would be a cause for concern, you know, you know, the senator asked, like, should Superman act unilaterally? Like, everything is politics. Yeah. So Superman could, you know, be doing things because he's the right person, but you know, it presented a lot of good arguments that would happen in real life. And Civil War did some similar things with that. But the, my detraction with Civil War was that in the comic book, Tony Stark and S.H.I.E.L.D., thus the government, are, are the villains in that case. Because they compromised so much with making that Thor clone, which is morally gray, if not morally in the wrong They teamed up with villains and sent them after people, which is morally wrong, you know, and then just it it just didn't it just didn't sit right. And with that, you have Zemo as a C plot come in and say like, hey, Tony Stark, guess what? I know your mom killed, but I have to go get Winter Soldier to tell me, even though if I know what the mission is, if I keep asking you what the mission is, I obviously know what it is like there's there's no way he didn't know what the mission was and all Winter Soldier had to do to keep from getting you know brainwashed was just cover his ears and just scream la 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 and then you know 30 seconds later here comes Captain America and Falcon
0: Yeah I, you know I think I think one of the things that helps Civil War was that you had a bunch of movies with these characters already before. Right, it. they're already established. They're already established. But like, I love Black
1: Panther and Spider-Man. Those everyone were, liked Black Panther and Spider-Man. Those yeah. were great.
0: But I think the thing about... I think the thing about BVS is that... BVS, one of the problems I had is that... If you didn't know much about Superman or Batman or Lex Luthor or anything... I think BVS had to do so much in one movie that it it i think that's i think that's kind of where it struggle and i think that's where a lot of people kind of like got weird about it because like think about it, like in BVS they have to you got to continue like superman's arc from the last movie of mm-hmm. you know what kind of superman does he want to be you have to introduce batman and introduce like okay what's this new batman like you know how's he view the world you have to you know you're introducing you're introducing Wonder Woman and like slight references to like all these other superheroes. You're introducing Lex and how Lex plays into this universe. You know, you're introducing like all of these and Doomsday. Right. You're introducing well, all this stuff into just one movie.
1: Well, let's talk about um the, bat the introduction of Batman first one because people are absolutely livid that Batman killed and everything. I didn't just, mind like, that as the, much in the in Man of Steel when Superman you know killed Zod like Batman well let's think about realistically if you played any of the Arkham games there is no way Batman goes around doing things without people dying like he oh, may, his intention may not be to kill people but people are going to die
0: in like the Batman game you can literally like take someone's head and shove it into like an electric box and like dude that guy's dead Right? That, like, there's that, no or way. serious
1: brain damage like he, he's a vegetable they're, you know and then some of the combos how like their necks bend like they're dead you know, and, you know, riding around the Batmobile, blowing up cars, like, yeah, that, that happens. Even in Batman vs. Uh, Arkham Knight, when you have the um rubber bullets that you shoot out, like, those can still hurt, and they hit a rib, and that punctures a lung. There's no ambulance coming anytime soon. Yeah. That dude's dead. Yeah. So, you know, and then Batman's killed in pretty much all the other movies as well, so...
0: Yeah, I I didn't mind the whole Batman killing as much. I th- I think for me, like with BVS, I, I get lost. Not even with Martha. Okay, I think okay. a lot of the build up to me, it was like, I think I, I think a lot of the build up I wasn't super sold on it. And then when you finally get to like the final like battle stuff like that, like it's fine. But like it takes such a long journey to get there, is that you're gonna lose. I think you're gonna lose apart a lot of the audience when you finally get to the actual BVS fight and like so some of the stuff of Doomsday and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just if you're just going in for because you know with Civil War you had fighting throughout. I mean, when it's th- it's still a Superman movie, not really many people can stand up to Superman in a fight for an entire length movie. Besides an army of Kryptonians, Doomsday wouldn't be an entire movie because that would just be ridiculously expensive and then it would just get boring at some point just seeing two Titans wail on each other. Um, so it, it just had to be this whole psychological thing. And, just, and realistically, Lex Luthor wouldn't be any problem for Superman. Superman, just throw him in the Phantom Zone, let's be real honest.
0: Yeah, we usually, he doesn't usually get away with like diplomatic immunity or something like that. Or he has the most
1: expensive, you know, lawyers, and they get them yeah. out somehow. And
0: some stuff is just like comic books, where right? so it's just, just like that—that that wouldn't zone. happen. But I think I think one of the things with like the reason I enjoy Civil War better is because yeah, there is there there are fights in BVS, but there's more fighting. I I think well, there I think the fightings and the fighting fightings. The fighting and Civil War, I think it's paced a little bit better. And, like, every fight scene they have in that movie is also, like, different and like, the way it's shot and the way it's done. Because, like, like, you have that opening and they're fighting crossbones that people like. You have, like, the awesome chase, chase scene with cat Bucking and Black Panther, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to think. You have... I'm trying to think of all the fight scenes. Probably you have...
1: the airport scene.
0: You have the... Well, before the airport scene, you have the part where, um... Where bucky breaks out oh, of prism yeah. prison and they fight him you remember the part with like cap and like the helicopter and, yeah. like the peck you know
1: where uh cap or chris evans has seemingly permanently injured himself from that scene
0: yeah where chris evans like injures himself you have that part which is fine you have the big like airport you know like sparring match and then you have the final battle with cap and iron man where you know these, where, like it's, where like it was, a, they fight. They fight like for real. Like mm-hmm. they're actually
1: like Iron Man. Well, Iron Man's the only one that's going to try and kill someone. Well, yeah, Bucky I, I, is I, trying to take out the chest so he can't fight anymore. Yeah,
0: I, Bucky's trying to take out the chest, but like Iron Man is li- literally trying to kill Captain America.
1: Right. So thus, Iron Man's the bad guy here. Yeah. Like granted, you know. Bucky did kill his mom so it's just like then And Steve, like, li- re- Steve knew
0: and lied That's the thing That
1: that I thought was weak I didn't think Steve would actually know Because yes Steve knew that You know Hydra killed so the parents. parents But that doesn't mean the Winter Soldier did Hydra had people everywhere Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily Yeah I
0: think Cap's like I kind of I think Cap's reaction he's like did you know I think Cap's reaction is just kind of like Kind of like Cap probably had like a theory, or an idea, like hmm, right. I wonder, but, but then I
1: Tony wasn't gonna buy that. I'm just like, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. I I think with Civil War, I think you can't you can't pick a lot of it apart if you like hyper analyze a movie. But I I do think like what you said before. I think as a movie, just like watching it, it's a lot more easier to like get through, especially for like the average person, especially if you've seen, if you've at least seen like the Winter Soldier. Before Civil War, right? Like if you see so if you if you watch Winter Soldier and Civil War like back to back, even the Cap trilogy throughout is like I think the best trilogy that Marvel's done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, a few things like if we're gonna if we look at well one my one of my biggest problems with Civil War was the fact that you know when they did the trailer and then later when I got the movie I paused at every incident that Thunderbolt Ross you know introduced and looked at the casualties it was only around like 350 people. And for those big world or two world breaking events and then two of them were big city events, only 350 people dying is not a lot. No one would really be all that upset at that and compares to either the world being destroyed, humanity being enslaved or the world being destroyed or you know a Nazi death cult taking over the world.
0: That's true. Well, well, just for comparison, this is real-life comparison. I know this is, like, real things, but, like, what is the... Is there a death toll in like, 9-11? Like, a real-life, like, equivalent to something like that? I'm trying to for
1: think. For 9-11, yeah. it's around 3,000 people. It's around
0: 3,000 people. So, there are less people who died in the Avengers, like, battles... Yeah. ...than, like, 9-11, which is obviously, like, a big deal... Yeah. ...in real life. Hmm, that's so,
1: interesting. Right, and those are five different events... And, you know, it's... I don't know. I thought their their whole thing was sort of weak in, in that regard. But then, if we're going to look at, you know... Batman versus Superman is equivalent to Iron Man 2 in a lot of different ways. Iron Man 2 was the second movie of the MCU and um, Batman versus Superman is the second movie in the DC uh, Cinematic Universe. So, you have those. They both introduced a bunch of different characters to start to jumpstart the universe they both uh gave up screen time for the main for the main hero so you could introduce all these other people but and people both had very very polarizing views on the villains but batman versus superman is leagues ahead of iron man too oh
0: yeah oh yeah It's, it's better than iron man too well, I think also after the original Avengers came out, they I've read about this phenomenon in like superhero movies called like the Avengers effect. Where like after the Avengers came out, it sort of like raised the bar for a lot of like superhero movies. And even in movies a lot of that, like afterwards, they kinda get compared to the it, it gets compared to something like the Avengers, which is why you think I think you see sometimes more like more crossover and more like more superheroes in one movie instead of movies focusing on just one guy I guess. Well
1: a couple of things about that. I think the pinnacle of superhero movies are Spider-Man 2 The Dark Knight, Iron Man Guardians of the Galaxy Winter Soldier um, Batman Begins for that matter you know just in this you know recent couple of decades. Yeah. but You know, I didn't think the Avengers was all that great. Like, I was super excited to see all those heroes on screen. But, you know, like, other than that, it was just your typical alien invasion movie. You know, it wasn't that compelling. Like, the thing about Iron Man, Iron Man set the mold for, at least for Marvel, for for their superhero movies. And every origin movie that they've done up to that has failed to meet that. Winter Soldier was just a fantastic film in general. Like That could have been a spy action film. You could take the superhero element out of it and it would still be a great film. Mm-hmm. You have Guardians of the Galaxy which was different from Iron Man and different from all these other Marvel movies and it was its own identity and it was still funny. It was still great. The pe- characters were compelling um, and the chemistry was there. I, I just don't have that with the Avengers and Age of Ultron. There's just you know. Well, Age
0: of Ultron was man. Age of Ultron got I, it got a free pass from a lot of critics for being like really good, and I'm like, nah. because
1: they I, they wasted Ultron in my opinion. Ultron was too much like a whiny Tony Stark than um, you know you just this terrifyingly menacing robot that James Spader would have been perfect for. Like, the trailer Ultron was great. The movie Ultron was okay. He was a little silly. Yeah.
0: He was a, Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm trying to... Hmm. You know, I think the reason why the Avengers... It, it's so, like, hailed as still being such a really good movie is that the Avengers, I mean, it is a popcorn movie. It is an alien flick. But I think it was the first time where we had... All these superheroes together Yeah For the first time And I think it's one of those things Like you know how people like say Like you ever watch like the Christopher Reeve Like Superman movie mm-hmm. People still love that movie The Death And it was because like That movie was like the first time where We got like a good like Superman You know what I mean yeah. And even like today People I mean people still compare like Henry Cavill to like Christopher Reeve And it's like alright Y'all gotta let Christopher Reeve like Rest in peace, y'all. Like we gotta,
1: well, yeah, they move ke- on because they keep comparing them because they're like, well, why isn't this Superman smiling? You know, why is the Superman's universal dark? It's like, cause the world is dark. The 19, well, granted, the 1950s were pretty dark too, but the era in which superheroes were, you know, made and became popular was they were there for they, you know, they were corny, they were standing for all these righteous ideals that were. Supposed to be per, su- per, supposed to be perpetuated onto American culture. American culture now it's very dark. Like have you been on Reddit? You know. It yeah, just...
0: yeah. Well, they, they, yeah. Superheroes like back in the day, they were a lot more idealistic because the world was a lot more idealistic. But just because people didn't know about as much about like corruption and government and like things going on in the world mm-hmm. as they do now. Now we have the internet, and you know, you read about like bombings and whatnot in other countries and just terrible stuff and you're like oh my god
1: right you know we have access to all this information so you know and you put a superhero in this world that's going to affect them you know the morals that you know the Kents had in the nineteen thirties, forties, and fifties are not the same morals that the Kents would have in the nineties and two no. thousands. Like it's a completely well. Different... I mean, you know the
0: phrase I "man ignorance is bliss."
1: Right. You know it's... everything
0: seems better when you know less. When you're a baby, the world is wonderful. When people are literally like feeding you and taking care of you, and you know everyone's nice to you because you're a baby, right? Hopefully, hopefully people yeah. are nice to babies. Right. But like you get older, and then you know. The world is not so nice the older you get in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, you have to put socio-political issues in comic books because otherwise, like, yes, they're fantasy, but, you know, people relate to superheroes. They like seeing their favorite characters go through the, you know, trials and tribulations that life presents and, you know, that they can still even, you know, someone as Superman who's, you know, Near God like powers is yeah. still humbled by these human issues.
0: Yeah. It's also why you don't cripple a character and then make them fine in like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's for you, Arrow. Oh, Felicity.
0: Like, I'm still like, I can't get over that. I'm just like, what was the point? Like, if I was a writer, I'd never be like, all right, so. Because. We're going to cripple so and so and bring him back. Like, no.
1: Because they've got everyone's hopes up that felicity would have been the one in the casket but no you made it laurel
0: i mean if they wanted i mean if they want if they want to play it safe on arrow they should have done like detective lance yeah yeah that would have been like that i people would have gotten over that
1: yeah i would have have
0: shed a tear for diggle mainly because like representation
1: well yeah i just yeah think that with detective lance you still have enough people that like the character that would have been like, oh, man. And it would have affected Everything. everybody on that show. It would have affected, you know... We're talking about Arrow again. Yeah, we're, we're back on about Arrow. About it.
0: Sorry. It's... It was a spoiler, bud. Yeah. Don't get over it.
1: You know, it would have affected Oliver in the sense that, you know, he's a father figure on that show and, you know, his best friend, Laurel, that's her dad. It would have affected Laurel because that's her dad. And just... Domino effect.
0: He was also, I mean, he was also like older than everyone else. And, t- and typically on shows too, like older mentor characters tend to be the ones who bite the dust, you know, your yeah. Uncle Ben's and whatnot. Because Typically, you kill off an older person because it motivates younger people to do different things. Like um.
1: Also, thank God that Uncle Ben is dead in this Spider-Man: Homecoming because you I don't, don't need wanted, to see him
0: get shot again. Yeah.
1: I don't need. Also, someone say, "With great power comes great responsibility." Honestly, someone say it because that was one thing that bugged me about Amazing. They Spider-Man. They it. didn't want to say it. I'm just like.
0: Because they're, they're they're too afraid. Because they, they want to be different than like the other movies. And like I like, enjoyed like,
1: Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man Two, even though I wish Amazing spider-man 2 was a bit darker than you know what sony wanted but oh i just i had i'm not going to talk about that other superhero movie from that other studio that was just god awful
0: yeah yeah good old
1: nope don't even say it
0: yeah but yeah i guess but yeah superheroes i mean they change they pretty much change what the times and like society and whatnot so, um, I the moving away from movies, so the last thing I had here is just, um, like, any recent, like, social issues related to, like, geek culture that you want to talk about. Um, On my YouTube channel, I talked about, like, Les- Leslie Jones, and a lot of the harassment she was getting for Ghostbusters, and, mm-hmm. um, some of the backlash that, um, they, that, I, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but people think, um, Zendaya, like she's a actress who's like been on Disney. Yeah. She's Mary Jane in Spider-Man Homecoming.
1: I don't think she's Mary Jane. I think she might be White Tiger. Um, but even if she was Mary Jane, who cares? Mary Jane is more defined by her red hair than her Same white color. Yeah. So, you know People
0: yeah. The internet, you know, people freak out about that kind of stuff.
1: Well, you know, it's the whole "quote unquote" white genocide thing that's happening, and it's just like, oh my god, stop!
0: People actually believe that.
1: But uh, the one thing that came out earlier this week was the Joss Whedon directed video about getting out to vote, and it was essentially an anti-Trump ad. I saw, but it, it was hilarious. It was
0: pretty. It, it, it was. It was pretty funny. Like. Whatever your political beliefs are, like the ad itself was, it was funny. It had Josh I, Whedon all over it. Yeah, I could. Yeah, good old Josh Whedon. Is so he back on Twitter out, again?
1: I don't know, but he. I think yeah, like a meltdown like after Ultron.
0: His, well, yeah,
1: because it, because he couldn't do what he wanted to do with the movie because Marvel wanted him to do something, and then they were holding things over his head, which brings me up to. You know, we, you have Captain America who has his vibranium animanium shield. You have Wonder Woman who has her magic shield made by Hephaestus. And then you have Hawkeye shield. Quicksilver.
0: Yeah, and then, yeah, they killed Quicksilver.
1: What was the point of that? He has no his death has no emotional impact on the movie. No.
0: I mean, they were setting it up like, I mean, I guess the only decent thing is that they made it seem like they were going to kill off Hawkeye.
1: They should have killed all five. They're
0: showing, you know, because I'm sorry, dude. They're showing him with his family and whatnot. And if you watch any show or movie, there's a guy's like, I gotta get, there's like a soldier who's like, I gotta get home to my kids. Like, right. he's not getting home to his family.
1: Like, I don't want to see but, like, anyone they argue. They didn't kill
0: Hawkeye, which is kind of like,
1: huh. I didn't want to see anyone argue that Quicksilver is even closer to the speed of The Flash because he could have stopped those bullets. Well,
0: The Flash literally is just like. Well, even the X-Men Quicksilver yeah. is faster <laughs> than the, the,
1: Avengers Quicksilver. They just, they, because they were like, it, someone has to die. Wait, did,
0: did you see X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah. I, like X-Men Quicksilver. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into that. I love
1: like, Days of Future Past. X-Men Apocalypse was, was a disappointment. A but yeah. no X-Men But even movie. X-Men
0: Quicksilver was like, he was able to go through the entire mansion and like save Same. everyone. Yeah. While an explosion was happening, which, I mean, explosion takes how long? Like, point whatever seconds?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, well, even... Well, speaking of the X-Men movies, you know, I like First Class. I love Days of Future Past. But the bad thing about Days of Future Past is that at the end of it, we saw everyone was alive. Or all of your the original X-Men were alive, which means we know... None of the original X Men can die. Well,
0: people hated The Last Stand, so I think that was part of them like fixing parts of that. Well,
1: movie. yeah, yeah, but any movie that they do afterwards, no one, no one can die. There's, yeah, that's true. That takes out the stakes of it. It takes
0: the stakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think, I don't see the thing is I know when they did Days of the Future Past, the reason they like retconned, like X Two, like that movie was literally a retcon of two other movies, like X Two and The Last Stand. I X Two. I liked X2 as well, but people hated, like, The Last Stand because they literally killed off... Everyone. They killed off everyone. And, pe- and, and I think... And the, I mean, these are older movies, but they kill off everyone, so I think Day of the Future Past was sort of like a love letter of those movies. Like, look, everyone's favorite characters are back, and, you know, Cyclops and Xavier aren't dead, and Jean's alive.
1: Well, I mean, you know, but you got to give credit to X-Men because it's the only one that's still alive from... Well, X-Men was the first of this, I guess you could call it the 2000 generation of superhero movies. And it was just like, hey, superhero movies can be good. And then X-Men 2 came out and was like, hey, superhero movies can be really good. And then Spider-Man 1 and 2 came out and it was like, hey, superhero movies can still be good. And then Daredevil and Hulk, and they're like, eh, then superhero movies can suck. And then Spider-Man 3 Franta- and X-Men 3 came out And then Spider-Man movies can suck And I'm not talking so we'll about Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four I'm not talking about that I don't want to talk about any of those three movies Because <laughs> they're just all really disappointing Fantastic
0: Four just can't have good movies
1: Well I don't think they're really trying anymore I just think no. they want to keep the rights away from It's not work.
0: even like a hard like Fantastic Four the movie is even like a hard sell Right like at this sell, point like just,
1: just skip the origin story And give me John Hamm as Doctor Doom
0: John Hamm as Doctor Doom yeah, I just... I don't know. Or um, Michael
1: Fassbender. He could do a great deal. Yeah.
0: Well, we've been talking for like... We're yeah. like an hour and six minutes in. That's yeah, not I That's not too bad. No. But, um... So, as far as, um... Wrapping up, so you said you liked the Trump ad they did Like with Josh Whedon Yeah, I thought ad. I
1: thought it was funny You know, uh, I'm not really a Hillary Clinton fan But, you know, I, I just thought the ad itself was great And then uh, the whole thing was like Let's make Mark naked I thought that was great
0: Yeah, that was pretty It, it, it was it was pretty funny yeah. I, I enjoyed that But yeah, um, so yeah, to wrap up I don't really have too much for this first podcast If anyone's listening If there are issues that you would like us to talk about Leave a comment or message us, and we will think about it. I guess no guarantees. Oh no, no Israel Palestine.
1: No, yeah. Oh, not getting to that. (laughs) Uh, I think one thing that we can do. uh, My brother and I were coming up with this last night when we were coming back from seeing The Magnificent Seven. Uh, How was that, by the
0: way? I haven't seen it. I enjoyed
1: it. I thought it was, you know, uh, pretty good. You know, for what it it was for. You know, uh, Western in this time, but. Um, we came up with if Dragon Ball Z characters were rappers, oh, and we came up with a group of this, and then we put it on this uh, Facebook page that has over a hundred thousand people on it called the Extraordinary Journey of the Black Nerd, and it has blown up since then. So uh, I'll send it to Chris so he can post the images and let us know if you are fans of hip hop, uh, who you know you think whether you agree or disagree with the list, you know who. Would you rather see us, Goku, you know, or things like that? What about Kanye would be? We said Kanye was Nappa. Nappa? Because Jay-Z was Vegeta. And then for Nappa, Nappa was like the, you know, big villain, like the first real villain they faced in DBZ. Like, no one cares about Reddit. But, -hmm. you know, he kicked a bunch of the Z-Fighters butts. He killed a few of them. So... You know, and then he became irrelevant. I won't say Kanye is irrelevant, but I'm not saying he is relevant, but whatever. Mm. We said Cell was Drake because Se- Drake sort of absorbs other people's talents. And Se- yeah. Cell as Drake was the first one we came up with because we were listening to a song that had Drake and the Dream on it. And the Dream used to be like the King of Hooks. And then Drake became the King of Hooks, and the Dream sort of became irrelevant. So we're like, Drake absorbed his power. Drake is Cell.
0: Huh. Yeah, so I'll definitely, yeah, I'll, I'll share that. Yeah, I mean, I could. I wonder who Bow Wow be. <laughs> oh God, did he count as a rapper? Oolong. Kind of. Oolong. Hmm. Long, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that'd be because I know he like quit and he he said he wasn't black or some crazy. Meek Mill is Yamcha. Oh my God, that's pretty funny. Well, yeah, I'll definitely, I can share that on my page or whatever. Cause that definitely seems interesting. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's called That Guy CD TV. Um, this week, uh, when Luke Cage comes out, I'm doing a Luke Cage watch party, which is going to be me live streaming me watching the first few episodes of like of, of Luke Cage. So if anyone's interested in watching that show or to watch it with me, um, I'm going to be doing it this Friday at around eight p.m. So it'll be. I don't know if I want to do. Facebook Live, or they, they, YouTube has a, a live, so you can live oh, me from yeah. your phone now, so I don't know what I want to do yet, but, um, yeah, more details will come, but,
1: I don't know when I'll be able to be watch fun. Luke Cage, because I have a midterm for law school, for one of my law school classes next week, I don't know if I'm gonna have the time.
0: Ooh, yeah, well, see, I'm homeless, I'm kidding, I'm not homeless, but I'm, I'm, uh, I've got, I'm currently looking for jobs, I've got a couple interviews this week, so, if I'm hoping that well not even hoping but I think if I if I get any of the jobs that I'm interviewing for they will start the week the Monday after Luke Cage was released so you have so that weekend like, to binge I watch it I can binge that weekend and then it's like all right time to be an adult yeah so yeah we'll we'll see um but yeah any uh, closing remarks at all Chris
1: um well I. Hope that as, you know, more time comes out We see more images of Doctor Strange And they can get me excited for that Oh, Doctor Strange, as, yeah, we need to talk about that Because as of right now, I am not
0: Honestly, I'm in Marvel's pocket I mean, I'm in Marvel Well, Marvel's in my pocket now I'll pretty much see anything that has Marvel on it I'll I, at least give it
1: a try I honestly think we all are Because as much as, like, I, I rag The only Marvel movie that I did not see in theaters Was Ant-Man, that was the only one I would not support So I, I th- like that, man, that's cute it's like
0: a side story.
1: Yeah. So I think that I think we're, I think we're all honestly in all the superhero movies' pockets. Like, we'll go see them because it's, you know, what a time to be a nerd, you know. So, uh, yeah. So we'll hopefully see, you know, Doctor Strange by this time. The next time we make our podcast, we'll at least be two or three episodes into all the superhero comic book shows. So we'll yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're trying that.
0: to go for like a monthly. So, what we'll, this is like the end of September now, so the next one will be like end of October, like
1: or so mid October. We'll see.
0: Mid October, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, as far as far as Strange, I'm I'll go I'll go see it and yeah. see what happens. I'm more excited for like Wonder Woman next year.
1: Wonder Woman. Wonder
0: Woman. Like I'm gonna go out and buy like a Wonder Woman T-shirt and like rock it just because I'm excited. That was
1: she had a great introduction and. uh...
0: She has a good introduction. And her movie trailer looked, like, great. It actually had, like, color, and they didn't do, like, the DC, like, grayscale yeah. that they've done with the past two movies. Have you seen that when they, like, color correct, like, mm-hmm. Superman? It's kind of it's kind of funny. Because, like, I, I've used, like, since I, like, edit videos sometimes, like, you can put filters over stuff yeah. for, like, that effect when you want things, like, to be less colored. But, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, until next time i guess this is chris and this
1: is chris AKA the visual bandit we'll see how well that nickname works the visual out. bandit
0: that, that's what you want to go by uh, we'll see yeah i'm gonna we're gonna have to find ways to like differentiate ourselves well how about this i'll put a picture up and for those of you who like don't know us personally you can figure out which chris is which you can guess you can guess whose voice belongs to whom
1: i am mufasa
0: yeah you can yeah we'll, we'll see but yeah, um, we're uh, signing off. So we'll catch you all later. Have a wonderful month. Um, read comics. Watch TV. Enjoy it. And be nice to each other,
1: please. Nope, nope. I want fandom wars.
0: Please. Like, don't Dance don't puppets. stop sending people death threats. Oh, yeah. But, well,
1: let's not do that.
0: <laughs> I just asked Mark Guggenheim because he's, he's gotten enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace out.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: Bye.